Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here. Uh, that's right. Baseball uh, music, baseball game today. Louisville Xavier, 3 o'clock, free admission. Uh, their home opener going to be as great weather. I mean, you don't say great weather on February 21st very often, but no. uh, that's that's what we have uh, today. I'll, of course, have Louisville-Notre Dame tonight coming your way, 7 o'clock with the play-by-play. Uh, 5.30 pregame coverage uh, gets underway with that. Um, let's, uh, Nate waited through the break. Let's go to him up next. Nate, welcome in. 9th Ranville ESPN 680 Live out here from the ballpark. Nate, good morning. Yeah. Nate! Nate! No! no. I've just been watching this guy work on this mound for the entire break. You're mesmerized. And this guy, I mean. The the Greek god of the grounds. Don't talk to me about Leonardo da Vinci or Pablo Picasso (laughs) or Michelangelo or whoever they are. Okay. This man is a true artist. Yes. Of his time. At the end of this, he better sign it. Okay. (laughs) He better sign the the mound. And then to think that some kid is going to come up there with his cleats and just scratch it and, and make it his own. And I don't like it. I don't like it no. at all. It, it should be untouched. It should be untouched. Okay. <laughs> you're really, you're really, really into it. Um, we will, if we get him back, uh, that's great. Although, I mean, we still one story worth talking about. We do. We have a format for the college football playoff. Yes. yes. Um, and it looks like, and I'm glad to hear this, that Washington State and Oregon State kind of saved – their financial livelihoods on this as well. They use their leverage, I think, in a not over the top way. But I'll, I'll you know explain it here as best I can. They approved the five and seven model. I mean, everybody understands that it's the you know five conference champs um, and then seven uh, at, large. at large. So you've got you know the Power Four and then you know Liberty or whoever else would be who was who was, that was SMU and was oh, it SMU God. or was it Liberty? No, was it Liberty? It Liberty got SMU. the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, They used the bottom of the thing. So <laughs> they needed unan- a unanimous vote on it. Like I heard Feinbaum the other day. I couldn't believe he didn't understand this. He asked uh, Ross Dellinger, you know, about well, why does anybody care what Washington State and Oregon State's ADs have to say? It's like, well, they so have the, the leverage. Yeah, yeah, and they have to get unanimous votes to change the format. You know, SEC just thinks they can do whatever they want. Like, no. For the next, Bob's pretty much an idiot on this stuff. Yo, to be honest with I like conference realignment it. and playoff stuff, like Paul Feinbaum literally doesn't understand. I I was just kind of floored that Ross yeah. Ellinger's like, well, they have the power for the next two years. Yeah, you, if you want to change this, you have to have their votes to do so. 
And while they won't have any leverage in two years, they have it now. So mm-hmm. if you'd like to make break the bank for you know the next couple of years yes. uh, and make everybody happy, then you're gonna then you have to get them to play ball. And or you can play with six and six if you want. Right, to. right, yeah. yeah. And and so what they have been able to do, I mean, I really give them them, them credit on this. They've got a scheduling agreement with the Mountain West for temporarily. Um, they should probably all become members in, under the umbrella of the Pac-12, but whatever. But the key for them is um, they are going to get um, I'm the wording, but here it is. Um, well, at least this, this was their proposal uh, that Oregon State and Washington State asked for a distribution share and voting rights equal to the lowest per school pro rata share of the ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, or SEC's distribution, regardless of how those four conferences actually distribute CFP distributions to their members. Yeah. So whatever the average would be of the lowest team in the other schools, I think it's like seven or eight million is what it comes but, out to. But do. they're going to get that right, right each the, year. The, each year um, for I mean, the next I, two years. Yeah, I guess it won't. No, I thought I thought it was beyond. Oh, is it for the? I, I thought. Oh, it was is beyond. it for like the next six? I thought it's just these two years. Well, for the next, you two, might be right. The, I don't know. For the next two years, the remainder of the CFP's current twelve-year contract, Washington State and Oregon State will each continue to receive a full Power Five distribution, which is five to six million per school. Okay. They're asking to continue to receive that money, uh, that amount, in the next CFP contract, not knowing what their conference affiliation will be. But their proposal was: give us whatever the lowest-making member is in this next deal, because they're already dealt in the next two years. They, okay, got it. So that makes sense. And. You know what? Like, good for them. Yeah. Now it's not all the, the revenue that the power schools will get from TV Correct. and everything else. Just the college football, but it lets them save a, a little bit and then, um, you know, save face a little bit and and not just fall off the face of the earth. Now, you know, I don't know totally what it does to their finances, but at least for them, that that's probably as about as good of a move as they could have made. Well, Brett Yormark. Um, a lot of people thought that he would absorb both those schools just to That's make the it big happen. 12. That's the Big 12. Or that Jim Phillips and Brett Yormark would both split one or the other. And that that would be something that if they had to, just to, yeah. get, just to get this moving along uh, and keep the college football playoff in, in, for the ACC and the Big 12 before this deal blew up and it was all SEC Big 10 for the good mm-hmm. of the sport, that they would absorb one of those or both of those schools, and uh, it doesn't seem like that had to happen, which so, is nice. So they've got the meeting today. Uh, are they in Dallas today? Yeah, to continue working on the 12-team playoff for this fall. Yeah, um, the top priority is coming to an agreement on a new TV deal, and then they'll talk about access and revenue distribution. One change they're close on, though, uh, is eliminating, according to multiple sources, according to ESPN's article here, is eliminating the contracts the New Year's Six Bowls have with the respective conferences contract. So the Sugar Bowl has a historical agreement with the ACC, excuse me, with the SEC. SEC and Big 12, while the Rose Bowl obviously has been tied to the Big 10 and Pac-12 and the Orange with the ACC. You, know, you all know those. But uh, with those agreements expected, uh, while those agreements are expected to remain in place for this season and next, there's a desire among the CFP leaders to have more flexibility in where teams are placed moving forward. For example, allowing Georgia to play in the Peach Bowl instead of the Sugar one year if it makes more sense. I don't know how you work that out. Um, but I think it also, to me, says they're going to open it up for bids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, after that, to say, yeah, we're you want to create a bowl in Nashville that is part of the playoff and building a stadium? Yeah, that's a dome, and yeah. you have that big entertainment district, and you want to go back to Indianapolis yeah. or whatever. Sure, absolutely. And then one of the things that's got me worried 
is that the S and this is from Ross Dellinger as well. SEC and Big Ten are expected to come with aggressive requests for more revenue, a distribution model, and access. There have been talks about expanding access. beyond twelve, or attaching multiple automatic qualifiers to their leagues. So, like their second place teams. Yeah, there has actually been talks of at least four AQs in one league, and I'm like, don't do that. What? Don't do that. No, don't make it automatic. Like, so eight of the bids would be from the SEC and and, and the Big, Big Ten. 12. Yeah, and that's what they and, and so that's where they're starting. It's just like, why are we tilting? So in that scenario, let's say Notre Dame's good. You got you'd have eight from those two leagues. Notre Dame would be nine. Group of five right. is ten. One SEC, it, one ACC, one Big Twelve. <laughs> it's stupid. Like, come on, man. It's that's stupid. not even a. That's not even negotiating in good faith. No, it's not because if Clemson and Florida State and Louisville are all really good and in the top twelve, which can happen in a given year, or Miami or something like that. Uh, I mean, no, odds, no odds are they're going to have that in, in many years, but you're not going to get. That's they're trying to guarantee. That's outrageous, it. man. And, and I just think that hey, listen, a revenue model. I'm good with that. The more the more you win, the more you keep, and that's that's really all it should be. The more you're in, the more you keep. Stop trying to fix the game. That's what college, that's been college football's problem the entire time is they've been trying to fix the game the whole time. I mean, so like in this scenario, okay, so they're adding what next year will be, what USC, UCLA. Uh, oh, you're talking about the Big Ten. Big Ten. Big so 10. they got Oregon, Washington, UCLA, and, and and USC, and I think that's it. And then the Big Twelve took Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. And then I and then we took Stanford and Cal. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing a couple here, but so I, I'm just going to look at the week 15 rankings. So that would be the last CFP poll. So in that scenario, Michigan, Washington. Well, they were one two anyway. Um, you know, going down here, then Ohio State was at seven. Oregon's at eight. I mean, they're going to get those in. You know, anyway, anyway, right? And the but, SEC would have had Texas. Alabama, right. Um, this again, this is a new format. Georgia, and then the fourth best team would have been Missouri, right. And then Ole Miss would have missed the cut, right? Because they oh, were, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Liberty would have got in over Ole Miss because of the, the the group of five. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they already got four, so I don't know what the problem. I mean, God is. forbid the ACC and Big Twelve have have a year where they have two good teams. Well, I mean, we could That's have outrageous. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, in the ACC's case, you could have Florida State, Miami, Clemson. All be really good in the same year. It's not out of the question. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not out of the question. Just that's like that's just not even. That's one you don't even want to counter. Like, okay, no, well, well that, that's that's that's, that's not even. I'm not going to meet you anywhere near the middle on that because, again, if Notre Dame's good, right? There's there's nine, and the group of five is ten, and one each for the other leagues. But Get that. Jim here. Phillips, you know, was saying, you know, when the uh, Tony Petiti and Greg Sankey. Decided to have their their alliance uh, that you know that he wasn't worried about it because they didn't think that there was anything nefarious happening. And then the very next week, mm-hmm. Ross Dellinger has this report, and it's like Jim Phillips, I want to play poker against you. You're probably the worst card player of all time. No, just trust me. Just trust me, Jim. I don't have aces. Mm-hmm. What an idiot. I'm tired of this guy. <laughs> tired of him. Uh, if you apply the five plus seven model over the previous decade. Um, the SEC and Big Ten dominate the field. Between them, they would have accounted for 73 of the 120 spots. So that's 60% uh, in the 5-plus-17 playoff. However, that logic has its flaws. Those calculations were made assuming there was no 
Pac-12, Pac-12 teams were counted as part of their new leagues. I think what the SEC is a little concerned with is uh, I don't know I don't know if you saw the Texas AD Conti. Yeah, Del, uh, Del Conti. Del Conti. He he put he basically said that these two years here they're going to stick to an eight game format, and then it's likely, according to him, yeah. that th- that they're going to move to a nine game model. Yeah, and I think that the SEC is a little bit worried about that because you're talking about some teams that might have two, three losses, and how does that look? It's going to be with fine with two, three losses I to agree. me. Like, like yeah. people are going to understand the schedules uh, are are tougher, and then what you'll have just set set your egg timer. You know, Kentucky fans. Well, maybe maybe don't play. Oh, they were Kentucky talking about the game. They were talking about yesterday. And, and Scribble and Anna. And it's not that Kentucky doesn't want to play the game. They want to act like they can live without the game. Right. They want they want to act like they can carry the way. Well, we may not be able to play uh, uh, Louisville really because you've had so much trouble winning the game recently. Right. Like right, that's right, the right. problem. No, the fans don't want to cancel the series. They want to talk about canceling the series to you know head pat. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. That, that's all it is. They don't it's a because Kentucky fans don't notion. want out of the series. They want to play the game. I would think so. They want to play the game. I would think so. But they, so what they the like game. is to try to use that to try to be. Oh, we can look down upon you. We might not play. We don't even need this game anymore. Whatever. Like, make, all right, fine. Make a, Are you done? Championship. Are you done? Okay, yeah. you're finished. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's play the game. Like, okay, right. you said it. Yes, the SEC's a better league. Yes, got it. Got it. Okay. What what date are we playing? Yeah. Right. What date are we going to play? Yeah. I'm with you. I just it's. Because it's not that they don't want to play the game. Every Kentucky fan wants to play the game. I would game. imagine. Yeah, everyone, and, everyone everyone gonna, and we better win this game next year, Jeff. And, we better win. I'm looking at Cardinal Stadium right now. You better freaking have that Governor's Cup in there in December. Okay? Yeah, thanks for letting him know. It better yeah. be in the building. Do you let him know there are four downs on each series, too, potentially? Does he know that? Yeah, I think, I think he understands. Okay. I think he understands. I, th- I hope so. Um, we got some text in there. CBS Sports claims Oregon State and Washington State the biggest losers in the new format. Well, yeah, I mean they are. Look well, they They're just less of the biggest losers. They, I mean they're they, losers. They salvaged. They what salvaged they could some do, money, and, and they were uh, already in a losing position. But at least they leveraged their position to to help to help float them a little bit more. I mean, I'm kind of surprised that you know. I guess I shouldn't be all that surprised. They're they're basically the moon. Corvallis and Pullman are. Very yeah. difficult to get to. That's like the Big 12 or that we didn't pick something up there, but I'm kind of glad we did. Um, Texas, all your talk of Burton moved the line up to 17 and a half on I bet it did. I bet it did. I don't think we moved it. I think we everybody, moved the line. I think everybody betting on it. Billy Walters, baby. That's who. That's us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's what everybody associates. Yeah. I think it's your player points. <laughs> no, it's still at 16 and a half. I see it at 16 okay. and a half. Well, but uh, it's a minus 140 at 16 and a half. Ah, uh, yeah. Got to lay 140. Maybe move to it by a hook. He's gonna he's gonna go for 24 tonight anyway. Yeah. says, so by 2030 at least we won't be playing Kentucky. We won't have FSU, Clemson, and UNC in our conference. You may have one spot to grab for the playoffs. So when do we begin our plans to convert Ellen into an outdoor music amphitheater with a retractable roof? Yeah. For Paul Feinbaum is tw- is is texting, <laughs> texting into the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Thanks for listening, Paul. 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 Thanks, Paul. I, you know, thanks, Paul. The thing that I like the most about this 12-5-7 model. In really college football playoff and the twelve team playoff is that every single school in the area flirt, would have flirted with it or would have gotten in. Right, like Louisville, Kentucky, yeah, Indiana, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati got in within it was four. It just kind of speaks to the accessibility of the postseason. Where I don't think well, this has never it's been the be case. Fantastic man, and this is just going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, if you start out four, five, and zero, oh, you can dream. You know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter if you've beaten four max schools, Kentucky. Yeah. You know, you can still drink. 
Uh, all right, we'll talk to you here, 267-9680, our number to get in. Text away to UPS Jobs, text line at 437-9680. If you're in the market for a car, the Huffman Auto Group uh, can help you out. And uh, I bought two straight vehicles at Accurate Oxmore. Uh, that's where uh, I can speak firsthand to uh, not only the quality of the Accurate, but the great people you work with over there. Um, and it's just, you know, I've, I've, 10 years I've been driving a TL or a TLX from uh, Neil Huffman's Accurate Oxmoor. You go in there, you talk to Mike Sack, talk to Arthur Galitsky, general manager, and you're going to see, hey, you know, wow, they've got, uh, you know, they do a great job over here. You get more value uh, in the Accurate line, in my opinion. And they've got a great selection in stock. I'm looking right now, 75 um, uh, vehicles in stock over there right now. That's that's just at the, at the Acura dealership. And if you're looking for an SUV, you've got to try the RDX uh, or the MDX. They are just, um, for, for uh, SUVs, they're just the best. It's um, online, uh, accurateoxmore.com. Uh, again, it's Neil Huffman's Accurate Oxmore. When you get over there, it's something you're just talking about. I'm right here. Live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680, 105.7. As uh, we roll along here with you, we are at the baseball uh, stadium day at Patterson Stadium, where there will be an afternoon game today at 3 o'clock. Uh, admission, uh, of course, is free. Dan McDonald, this is his 18th season uh, here at Louisville. And, uh, again, 3 o'clock today, they're going to have some food trucks down the third base uh, line. It's going to be as good a weather in the history of February 21st in Louisville as you're ever going to get. warmest opener I could ever remember. Yeah, uh, it's going to be great. I mean, what is it, like high 60s? High 60s, yeah. I don't. I mean, I think Redfield had it at 68. 68, 68 wow. degrees. Man. Chase is going to come out here with me. Uh, yeah, so if you want to roll with, we're going to do beer and hot dogs. I'm not. Nobody's doing hot dogs with you. You're banned from the hot dogs. Beer dog. and hot dogs. I might do tacos. You're Actually, doing tacos. Those tacos sound great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. I'm I'm looking forward to it and seeing Louisville get on the get one of the win column because it's certainly needed after kind of you know an 0 2 start. Which yeah. is baseball is like a weird sport though, man. Of course it is. Like yeah. you kind of just have to stay in the fight in baseball because yeah. you can you can lose some really weird yeah. games. Uh, and and as we know, um, after last night, uh, there's only one person for the search committee now. It's uh, it's Greg McDermott since they beat <laughs> UConn. Uh, smash them! So the rummage uh, report's going to be yeah yeah the rummage. I can't wait for the rummage report <laughs> because <laughs> does Salzman still want Hurley who, after that? Who, who else would have gotten uh, eliminated? Uh, like Hurley's last. out. Yeah yeah Hurley's Hurley's right gone. Hurley's out yeah yeah Hurley's um, gone. Let's see who else would have been um, gone see, last Nova night. or uh, San Diego State's coach? Yeah that yeah, guy he, he's done. Oh uh, Baylor Scott Drew he's gone. Scott Drew yeah, yeah, done. He lost. He's over yeah i mean you know all kinds of guys falling out keats is done can't you know can't hire kevin keats can't hire tom Izzo. they lost mm-hmm. to iowa you know even buzz williams <laughs> got nipped last night by musselman so i guess musselman's back in good grace musselman is back i think you mean clipped people don't get nipped Clipped, nipped. I, th- I think you mean they get clipped clipped nipped. nipped have you ever been in the i don't know have you ever been in the mob you don't know i think it's clipped. you don't know not until you've been in the mob, do you know? <laughs> you got no. nipped. 
<laughs> I, how do you know? I'm gonna say, if I, you ever, I'm gonna if you look ever, up. You ever left anybody in the mosh? Yeah. Uh, no, I have not. Uh, definitely have not done that. Uh, let's see. He's her head dropped. She dropped from his hand like a nipped flower. No matter how pure your purpose, you will illustrate the inevitable doom of the transgressor against nature's immutable limitations. You will be severely nipped. I don't even know what that sentence know. means. Whitey Bulger says nipped. <laughs> he does. No, Whitey Bulger, yeah, you know. So, you know. You know you You're making nipped, that up. Clipped. Yeah. Uh, he entered looking casual and take, very nipped. Taking advantage of, or I don't know, I buried knew- out in the mosh. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, used, <laughs> it's used in a sentence, but it doesn't really have a definition here. Yeah. Uh, on it, so I don't know. Just, you know, if Tony Soprano comes in here and tells me that it's not nipped, then then I won't. Then I'll, I'll stop using it. But it, it's got to be Tony. What is what is this? Mean? Oh, The Godfather. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch The Godfather. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, well, every Christmas they seem to have a. Uh, Christmas they always have it on. Really? Of course, with commercials, it takes like all day to watch. So you wouldn't. You know, no, you wouldn't do that. I'll Netflix it or Amazon Prime it or something yeah, like that. No. Um, the act of nipping, a pinch, snip, etc. Pinch, you know, pinched, pinched, nipped, clipped. I think it's clipped. I think that's what you're trying to say. That's a, that sounds more like the gangster. What the hell are we talking about? Yes, um, snipped. We'll, we'll, no, that's different altogether. Uh, we're hanging out with you here this morning again at Patterson. I'll get to the text line. Text says, "G's blank clipped." Texter says, <laughs> I, um, "I think we should make it like the NBA. NBA this is all dumb, stupid stuff. Like, what does a Big Ten?" Uh, mean over the SEC, like what money is there to be made? A college university makes its own money, making your own schedule. Make I don't know what this person's talking about. Just, uh, Texture says, <laughs> nipped is when you're cut into seven pieces and mailed to wherever you're from, like Quince Lazinski said uh, about uh, about uh, Patino. That was a funny story if you missed that uh, in our uh, number one. Again, we'll have the game uh, coming your way uh, today. It is Louisville and Xavier. Uh, and uh, they, they woke up uh, Evan Webster to bring him out with us. Uh, they had to get the old guy up, right? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was up. I was just, you know, I don't like some of the speaking stuff. So, But I oh, sucked no. it up for Steven. Well, I mean, you've been here long enough. You ought to be good at it by now, right? Because you yeah, have – this true. is your fifth year. Is that right? Fifth year. Yeah. Um, and so you went from the – you were on the team that lost the, the – the, the postseason because of COVID, right? Yep. I was here uh, 2020 when we played about 20, 25 games, and then COVID canceled the season. Got to play with Reed and Bobby, learned a lot from them. So, I mean, a team that a lot of people thought was the best in the country at that point, that's that's one that's probably you'll never get over, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's a big it's a big what if mm-hmm. of if that year continued, what what would have happened that year. I mean, college athletics has changed more in your tenure here probably than, than, than anybody. You've stuck around in an era where people are leaving left and right. What's what for you? What's A, what's kept you around, and what's it been like to see the see these changes? Uh, just what's kept me around is just the guys, the coaching staff. Just I've loved all five years I've had here, and I didn't think that year five was going to happen. And when I got the opportunity to come back and start a grad program and be on the team for another year, I'd – jumped on that opportunity and then I mean me and Hoy who was a transfer that just came in but we were walking in looking at all the locker room stuff they're trying to finish up and talking about how no one in my class got to see the new locker room so that's that's (laughs) one one thing I've got over them Uh, yeah absolutely I mean it is when you see I mean off season's got to be or maybe it's happening during the season where you see guys just going left and right and scattering with 
you know, this person is talking to that person. What 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 is what is it like when you know you've got these you know these options you have to sort of evaluate at the end of every year? Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a long process. It's a confusing one for some guys, and just you know, we work camps after the season ends, and the camps are actually during the draft and during all that uh, transfer portal mm-hmm. uh, window. So. You know, guys are some guys are checking their phone every five minutes and during camp. <laughs> yeah, and, I bet. Uh, some guys are, you know, just like I. I kind of took the path of if something's going to happen, then I'll just let it happen. I'm not going to be nervous about it. I'm not going to be checking my phone every five minutes and begging for a call. But mm-hmm. um, I'm glad I didn't get one, and I'm glad I got to come back. So, uh, so back with 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 this team and you know as you've seen a number of teams what do you what do you like about this this squad i think this team's real close we've had a lot of really close teams in the past like the the 21 team that went to the super regional that was kind of the message of the year was be a family and and stuff like that and coach mac kind of preached it to us older guys that were here all summer of uh special things happen during the season because special relationships are formed in that summer when the freshmen get here and so we us old guys that were here you know me isaac beard jt a bunch of the uh captains and old seniors were here all summer um helping get the young guys acclimated all the transfers that came in just seeing what their personality was how they fit in with the team and um we've got a really tight-knit group a really talented group and I'm excited to see how we bounce back from that, that you, weekend in Florida. You, you've been on a um, you know super regional team. You've seen what it takes. What, what is there a common thread of the teams that have what it takes to win in the postseason? Is there, is there one characteristic or are part of the team? Whether it's bullpen, whether it's just some you know attitude, whether it's you know hitting when the, when you throwing Johnny Holstaff up for a day. Like what's what's kind of the, the the common denominator? I don't think there's anything you know in the game of baseball where it's you know if we have good pitching, good hitting good defense that that's what makes us a playoff caliber team it's the a lot of the stuff that happens off the field and I think one of the biggest ones is just our adversity I had a really good talk with um, one of the guys on staff at FCA this week of just coach Max kind of message was we're not going to win a national championship down in Florida so let's just focus on getting better playing good baseball and I talked to him about it and he he said, yeah, your coach is right. You won't win a national championship down there, but you can definitely lose a national championship down there. And I asked him to kind of explain that, and he was just saying that how we played was not how Louisville baseball should be playing, and what we did down in Florida is not winning baseball. But the the way we lose a national championship from that opening week is how we respond today against Xavier, this weekend against St. Bonaventure, and how we respond to that adversity that happened this weekend. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a great message because it, it, is, it is true. It could, it could spiral. And you, you could make a lot of excuses on a weekend like last week, and you're playing a doubleheader out of nowhere, and you're not playing games. I mean, that's probably number one thing you got to guard against of not making excuses about it. Yeah, excuses. I, I haven't heard, you know, the excuse bug getting to the team yet. Um, I'm sure it has with, you know, just how, how we played and how the weekend went. But um, – I think that Coach Mack says it best when we, you know, battle in the rain, battle in the schedule. You know, we eat obstacles for breakfast. We we handle <laughs> we handle the curveballs. Is that a Dan Danism right there? Yeah, that's that's a Coach Mackism. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
eat obstacles for breakfast. That definitely sounds like Coach Mack. We handle the curveballs, so it's not – the schedule isn't, I think, an excuse for anyone. There might be some other excuses or last year he called them vipers that were kind of getting in guys' ears. But I, I don't – I haven't seen it yet. I don't think – I think it's too early in the season to be kind of worrying about all the excuses being made if there are any. So I think we just got to focus on playing good baseball today. Uh, Cards pitcher Evan Webster with us here, ninth round the Ville, ESPN six eighty. The Cards play Xavier uh, later on uh, th- this afternoon. So we got Vipers, we got obstacles for Is there another Coach Mackism that uh, that you like? You've heard a lot of them over. You've been with him about yeah, his fourth of his career. Yeah, I think maybe it might not be my favorite one, but it's a lot of guys' favorite one. Is just anytime we start a team meeting, the first two words out of his mouth are always "All right, all right," <laughs> and then we start. So I think that might yeah. be. We usually. I remember my freshman year, the older guys used to do an over under of two and a half if he would start with two all rights or three all rights <laughs> but, and was it usually over or was it under i think it's usually just the two all rights but yeah it's kind of i don't know if he does it on purpose or if it's just that's kind of his signature way to start the meeting no but, i def- definitely see that is there an official scorekeeper of that does somebody have that assignment no i don't think anyone's yeah anyone's keeping track of that so. <laughs> well you've been uh, on a couple of the trips that you guys have done to the Dom- dominican um what what is that like? What do you learn out of a trip like that? Like a life lesson you learn out of something like that? Yeah, I, I'm one of the few. I think only player. If Stephen can double check that, but I think I'm the only player to go twice as a player, because uh, like Limo's gone twice, Colin Lyman a couple times with through FCA. But mm-hmm. um, just life lessons from that. Definitely gratitude. You know, you see what guys in the Dominican, and you know, when we hold the baseball clinic what guys have and what they show up with to the clinic they show up with the clothes on their back and they're just ready to play baseball so that's really exciting just to see how good we have it here and be grateful for that um i think just seeing love for the game of baseball and like we get to play it for fun here and they play it for their lives there and they have so much fun doing it when we actually play teams down there and they take it very seriously, but you can tell that there's a lot of fun being had by a team. Mm-hmm. And I think that that just is a life lesson for you know everyone just to have fun with what you're doing. But just for us as a team and playing baseball, that it's just this is a game, and we get to we get the opportunity to play it. It's not like we have to play it to save our family from poverty in the Dominican. So it's it's a good lesson just to understand what we have here and how great we have it here what do you for grad school what do you what do you study so I, my master's program is business analytics hmm. um i did accounting and finance for my undergrad so i stayed in that business world but i did not want to be a desk accountant i mean baseball is so. all about analytics so what are the business analytics what are some of the, the stats in that in that line of study a lot of it is just using like i, I learned how to learn how to code which is not easy wow. and not fun. But I had to learn how to do that for a couple of classes, and it's really kind of sales and revenue and stuff like that and using the code to kind of see trends and hmm. stuff like so that. So which, which one did you discover? Did you discover any trends in any business? No, I, didn't, I don't have any good <laughs> tips right now. Yeah, I was going to say, look for a stock report here or something. <laughs> but Well, Evan, best of luck today and best of luck on the season, man. Appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Thanks for having me. There you go. It's uh, Evan Webster with us here. Uh, he's a fifth-year senior uh, pitcher and started uh, here in 2020, so one of 11 seniors on this year's squad. And I appreciate him uh, taking some time out. 
uh, with us here. And uh, man, I thought maybe we'd get a little stock tip at the end uh, from uh, from Evan. He's there. got yeah. stock tips. He just doesn't want to share it with you. <laughs> he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to miss out. When once he gets his money, he'll be you know. <laughs> You know, he'll be killing you in the stock market. Did you run up down the stairs? What did you do? You sounded like you were, oh. I don't know. Oh, okay. You're fit. Okay. I thought maybe you went out and did something in the, in the back. So. Uh, used the facilities. Ah. You know, right. not, didn't have to go down the stairs and up the stairs. No, just over yeah, there. because the stairs, the again. again. This guy's still working on the mound. <laughs> you're mesmerized. I mean, you got a man it's crush. a piece of dirt. It's a piece of no, land. No, don't you dare say that. And, Bring and him up here and straighten this, you out. I mean, this is the whole, like, you know, they, they are fighting in the Holy Land. This is the holy ground yeah. right here. Like, this is the piece of holy ground. This man here is going to defend that piece of land mm-hmm. stronger than any nation ever would. <laughs> so Sofra says you're not completely wrong. People say nip it in the bud. Right. So nip it in the bud. Okay. Nipped, clipped, gypped. Uh, I don't think Jip you know, is the same thing. You know, yes, they rhyme. Like, that doesn't mean they all mean the they're, same they're thing. Yips. I don't know. Zipped. You zip them up. You know. Well, that's what the Xavier guy said, yeah, right? Yeah. When, when did Chris Max to Holloway? Zip them up. Yeah, zip them up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Basically, if you're using IPP, you know. You, you know me. You know me. And you're talking about killing someone. I'm down with IPP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. I was looking at some of the numbers. You know, we were, I, you know, you didn't watch the All Star game. The only reason no. I watched is because I had bets on player props. But do you know understand how much of their viewership they have lost in 1993? No. 20 million people watched the All NBA All Star game. Five million watched it this weekend. Wow! From 20 million yeah. to five million, like a really good bowl game, like a really solid like upper crust bowl game. So like, give me what you would like a a non playoff Sugar Bowl. Right, yeah. something like that. Uh, well, that wouldn't that be more than that? No, uh, like a non-playoff su- Sugar Bowl would have t- twenty, but it, but like you know. Oh oh oh! I'm talking about the twenty. I thought you were talking about the five. No. no okay. No. So. Um, but, and then the five is like yeah, a the ba- like a like the Holiday Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's, that's 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 significant. Like if you mm-hmm. are a television partner, and obviously they haven't made that deal based on '93, but like. You can't, yeah, you can't the, make that a part the of The Tulane-USC uh, Fiesta Bowl had 4.7. The really? The ReliaQuest Bowl had 4.6. Yeah. The Pop-Tart Bowl, 4.3. Wow. I mean, and that's what the NBA All-Star, All-Star game, which, is, which was a signature event. You it know? was. I mean, I remember as a kid, like going over to people's houses to watch the slam dunk, to watch the. Yeah. You know, we made weekends out of watching it on television. But then the game itself. I'm talking about the game itself. Now I don't because I don't know the ratings of like Saturday, which it's probably more, frankly. Um, again, and they tip the stupid thing off damn near nine o'clock on Sunday night, which yeah. makes utterly no sense to me. I um, didn't watch. I didn't watch that at all. I mean, I was I was probably watching the Diplomat on Netflix by then. <laughs> I was. I was uh, I was watching to see if it could go over three hundred and fifty three points. Yeah. So they did uh, with four minutes to go. <laughs> you know, with four minutes to four go. Four minutes to go and almost four hundred points. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, Kansas State and NC State had four point three million. So not quite as, but again, Kansas State and NC State in a meaningless bowl game in the in the Pop Tart Bowl. That shouldn't come close to the NBA All Star game and. <laughs> You know, it just does, and, and, you know, the NBA has – I don't know why, but they've really kind of worked on becoming a more of a niche sport. And I don't know they've worked on it. It's, it's sort of 
you know, because it's just there's just not that. You know, it's, it's again, obviously, much has changed since the Jordan era where he was appointment TV. But that is, I mean, they, they've got a problem with with that game. They've got to do. They've got to do something. Jordan was a beetle. You yeah. know, Jordan was like a yeah. like Michael Jackson or whatever. Sure. You know, he was just a superstar. Uh, and they don't have that. I mean, they have LeBron James, mm-hmm. but he's never been that charismatic. And you know, I don't know if Twitter was around when Michael Jordan was around. Would we like Michael Jordan as much as we do now? Like, I don't know. No. You know, I mean, some of that's LeBron's playing in the wrong era too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because we just know him a lot better, and we just don't. A lot of people don't like him as well. You know, so sure. uh, you know, but he does. He does a lot of cool things too that he doesn't get a lot of credit for. Also, but I just you know, I don't know. <laughs> Um, we'll talk to you here. 267-9680 uh, is the number to get in. Text into that UPS Jobs text line uh, at uh, 437-9680. Um, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you here. Uh, again, we'll have the uh, the basketball game tonight. Uh, it comes your way 7 o'clock, 530 with the, uh, the pregame. Um, and so we'll see. I don't know. I, I've had a lot of people actually ask me about tickets for this game. So I, I – I don't know that again. That's a small sample size. And Notre Dame's a brand. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I think people are realizing. Okay, there's only a couple more games. You know, and Maybe nice weather. You, yeah. you know, maybe do something before or after the game. You know, yeah. You know, I mean, really, you could to hit Nulu afterwards or something. Hit seven, do that. I mean, but Notre Dame, three hundred and fifty fifth in scoring. Three fifty five <laughs> scoring or our efficiency? points per, per points per game. Okay. Points per game. Yeah, but they're 297th in adjusted offense. There's only like 361, 362 teams. Yeah, so what, what are they averaging points per game at? 61.9. And their over-under night is 66. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how bad Louisville's, defense, how bad is. Louisville's <laughs> defense is. I mean, they shoot 39.8% from the field. They're, they're, they're a, abysmal. That is remarkable. Team. I mean, you don't have to guard a three. They only shoot 29.8%, 332nd from three. I mean, they are – Dreadful. Yeah. Uh, they really are. And so we'll, we'll see what ends up happening tonight. But they are a good defensive team. And that's yeah. the thing that I'm a little worried about, especially if we don't have a point guard tonight. <laughs> uh, if Tyler, you know, I mean. Yes. No, I'm saying no, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. they are, uh, they're an awful offensive team. But the only way they're going to win is by getting stops. So they are 40th in the country in defense, total adjusted off defense. And so they'll give you the ball. They have, they have, yeah. uh, they average nine and a half non steel turnovers, like unforced <laughs> errors. That's, you know, near, near dead last. I mean, it's 330, whatever that is. Yeah. But it's, yeah, they, they turn the ball over on non steals almost 10 times a game. What's our number? Um, let's see. I'm a little curious about that because I feel like we're a bad turnover team. 7.8 rather than 9.6. So, yeah. Wow. I'm looking at it right now. Louisville steals. We get 5.3 steals per game. So, basically, what Peyton and Peyton Russ did themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, boy, and you're right. They shoot 29% from three. Bad offensive team but versus a bad defensive team. And I Something's got to give. Burton, that guy, is uh, going over 16 and a half. He will go get yourself a same game parlay going there, then. Yeah, maybe so. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm just going to take Burton, just okay. Burton only, and just. Okay. I've already taken it, so it's booked. I didn't take it for a lot, but it's something that's okay. interesting. All right. You know, well, it's something that's interesting. Hopefully, you to don't watch. have the Soriano experience I had with Patino oh, the other day man. with the over under of 11 and a half, 11 points, the 10 minute mark of the first half, doesn't score. Second, uh, rest of that half, doesn't get a paint touch in the second half, dunks the ball with 30 seconds to go off a miss, gets yelled at by Patino after the dunk. <laughs> I don't know what he could have been mad at. 
I don't know. It's Rick Patino. I don't know. I'm going to chop you up into 30 different pieces and feed you to the Amazon piranhas. Yeah, well. <laughs> Again, he was a very specific threat to Quinn Slaziski that he was for. He, what he, that's right, Chase. He didn't block out. That is true. <laughs> it is the death penalty. Yeah. And so he was going to chop him up in seven pieces, and <laughs> and I'd yeah. hire him tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. If I thought we could get him, <laughs> it's just funny how p- people still react to what he says. Uh, you know. Yeah. It's actually more amazing. That even when he was here and things were going well, that the four white guys in an Egyptian line wasn't a bigger national story. It was huge. <laughs> yeah, when he said it, I was like, this is going viral. Yeah. And it, it got in, in our video for the Crunch Zone went on a Yahoo story. But like, oh, it did? It did, but like, it was just like, oh, my God. Set it at the podium. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we'll talk to you here. 267-968, the number to do so. Text away to the UPS Jobs text line. By the way, EA Sports uh, will include Notre Dame. They've granted them their, their rights for the college football game now, so they will be in the game. I didn't know that that was any drama, but... Uh, but Of course God, it's drama. In, a, in its statement about including the Irish, EA Sports said Notre Dame has been an outstanding part of the process. We've been working closely with yada, 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 like... After two years of work with EA Sports, we're proud to announce that our fans around the world will be able to play as the Fighting Irish in the upcoming college football franchise. Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick said in a statement, the work that EA Sports is doing to provide over 11,000 college student-athletes opportunities to benefit directly from their name, image, and likeness is a first-of-a-kind undertaking. We're proud to have been involved in the process. <laughs> I never thought playing video games growing up that you, one day you'd get statements from athletic directors at Notre Dame about being in a video game. I mean, yeah. I thought it was kind of cool to play, I don't know, Space Invaders. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and now this is... But the video games yeah. what led to name, image, and likeness. You know, the, uh, yeah. the Ed O'Bannon yeah. lawsuit with the EA Sports, and uh, and uh, they used his name and likeness, or they didn't use an his name. An all-time team. They had an all-time team. They had an all-time team. Yeah. And so uh, he sued and uh, wasn't able to capitalize on it, won the lawsuit. It led to payouts to college athletes. I actually know a couple guys that played at Louisville. They got a little bit of money after the fact uh, because they're likeness was used it was a couple mm-hmm. hundred bucks mm-hmm. uh but that led to name image yeah. and likeness being what it is today it, it opened up the door absolutely all right we'll continue along here um fitness market is where you need to go if you're thinking about uh getting a, a piece of exercise equipment you've heard dan mcdonald on the commercials uh for them as well uh talking about that's where he went and got uh, you know his uh, i think he's got the treadmill i've got the treadmill the flooring uh, the bench, um, the weights, the, the dumbbells, it's, it's great to be able to get that workout in your home. And, of course, if you are, you know, need any sort of com- uh, commercial uh, job done for exercise equipment, uh, they do all kinds of those. Uh, so talk to the Whiters. They'll, uh, you know, they're again family business, been doing this over two decades. And right now, in addition to all the exercise equipment, they've got the saunas starting at seventeen ninety nine. You can have a sauna in your home. And, again, I was the most surprised. You don't even need to have any electrical work done. You just plug it right in. Uh, it's pretty amazing. So uh, get over there to Fitness Market. They've got the location uh, right by uh, Plantside Drive and Waterson Trail. Uh, that's where you're going to see uh, – that's where the Superstore is, and that's where uh, you're going to go in and see the saunas, all the exercise equipment, go back in the warehouse. It's amazing, uh, all, the, all the different um, you know, things they have back in there. So whatever your needs are to start a home gym, to add to it, they've got it at Fitness Market, online at thefitnessmarket.com, and tell me who's talking about them right here on The Dinner Show. We got course, but course doesn't cut it. Had a good run, end up with nothing. But a three-by-five, as you hide in a drawer. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. 
Another good baseball song, 98 Braves. There you go. More you want. I got to cross him off the list this year. He's the guy, he's been elusive to me to try to be oh. able to see in concert. When you said cross off the list, I thought you meant. No, like, no, no. You don't I got to find, see him. No, but like he's in indie, but it's right when I'm, I think, spring break. And uh, mm-hmm. I think there, there might be a. I think, like, in around derbies in Nashville, like, oh, it's not doesn't do me any good either, you know. So, so Beyonce's got a hit song in country music now. So, if she headlines, the con- does she get you out? Nope. She was here at Cardinal Stadium last summer. I know. I, you no, didn't, that, you didn't a, go? A, no, I, I remember I started to go. I was here. Oh, that's right. It was insane, like, the, the traffic and everything. But then I can't remember why I ended up not actually going in. Was because the caboose mates weren't at the caboose? They weren't there. That that's was, why that you was, left. That's because, why I left because none of them, none of them ended up and showing then, up. And then everybody was up, like, Brom was up in the suite, and you were like, I, if I'd have known that, I would have yeah. stuck around. we got to get on our game. I remember that story. But I don't remember why I didn't go in. So do you like Beyonce's country song? I haven't even heard it. Oh. oh. I haven't even heard it. Oh, maybe you like it. It might be your know. summer jam. Doubtful. And it might you might want to see her at Tortuga if she's down there. No. No, she won't be at Tortuga. Um, yeah, I mean, Morgan Wallen's playing three dates at Nissan Stadium. Derby week. <laughs> like, what is he come on. Is well, he not from Kentucky? Does, it, it, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, I thought he was. Morgan Wallen? No. I thought he was from Kentucky. Tennessee, man. Oh, I thought he was um, And, yeah, so he's playing May 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. That's, yeah, Derby, Oaks, and Derby. God, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then he's up at MetLife. Panama City. May have to there get, you go. May have to catch him. That's the, the that's the one Rummage likes to go to. I was actually down there. Was, is that Memorial Day weekend? I it looks like yeah, it. Yeah, because we were down there uh, last it, year. No, actually, it's the week. Looks like it's the weekend after. After okay, yeah. we were down there last year for it, and it was I think Memorial Day weekend. Could have been the weekend after, I suppose. But uh, there was a lot of traffic going down to Panama City. We stayed in Destin though. Mm-hmm. We we stayed in Destin. I was of course wasn't. It didn't. It doesn't have the country music. Doesn't have the draw for me. I understand. But hey, you get a mainstream artist like Beyonce in there. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'll start listening. You ain't going to that either. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, um, man, he's just playing football stadium after football stadium. He's I mean, doing the Arrowhead Swift. Stadium, Allegiant, because he can command it. You know, that's crazy. He's trying to date Travis Kelsey. <laughs> no, he is not trying to. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll talk to you here two six seven nine six eighty. I'll get to the UPS jobs text. I mean, anything. A sheet of lies that we have not done. Well, I don't know if you saw Danny yet. Hurley last night. Uh, oh, you just showed me. Yeah, um, I guess he was telling a Creighton yeah. person that he will knock him out. And there's the videos video. I can't really hear it. Yeah. So it's not worth playing. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Danny Hurley. And, and all I can hear is, welcome to Omaha. Welcome to Omaha as the court is stormed in Omaha for Creighton's massive win. Well, he's coming. Yeah, he's, he's coming off the court. He's almost in the, uh, the, in the tunnel. tunnel. And he says, "What do you say? I'm going to knock you out." Yeah, I'm yeah. going to knock you out. And he's like, he's like looking at people. He's like yeah. walking slowly, like staring at all of the faces that are taunting him, mm-hmm. like taking note. He's like, "Yeah, because this isn't happening again." You know, those guys got ripped in the locker room. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Can't even imagine. Yeah, we gotta, with the rummage report, you have to cross him off a list, right? I don't know. Yeah. I, Danny Hurley's on my list for sure. We can't get him, but he's on the list if he's interested. For sure. Uh, let's see. It's, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. It's ridiculous Mark would take Patino back after everything. Move on, homie. Well, I am moving on, but I would definitely take him back. Yeah. Um, let's see. Many of us Cards fans have been giving hashtag catchphrases for the coaches. Like, <laughs> no, I can't do that. Hang on. Tangang? Is that what he's talking yeah, about? Well, Similar to Tangang? Must bus? Do the do for Drew. 
<laughs> to the Jew for true. Hashtag white smoke for Pope. <laughs> I, hashtag, I can't do that one for Oates, but I like what you said. Uh, you know what, maybe we can't. Do we have the bench audio? Oh, the LSU we do. stuff. Okay. Oh, my. So this is the, L- this is, uh, the LSU game last the LSU night. LSU game, basketball. women's game. One of the announcers wants the players who are not on the court. Okay. That's how I would refer to those type of players. Those, you know, she's, uh, it's a. They're not participating right now. Yes. Yes. She wants those players who are not on the court who are on We're the. warm-up gear. Yeah. Who are on you know, the piece the of furniture yeah, that, that, that where those people sit who are not on the court. Mm-hmm. And it's even stats. You know, you have play, you know stats from players who are not starters. That's right. That's the word you're looking for. It starts with B. It's the B word. Let's listen. As a coach, I say, bitch, stay in this ballgame. Stay excited. Stay enthusiastic. Pull your team through. I don't care if the officials are telling you to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> One, one, one more time. Say? One more time. As a coach, I say, bitch. As a coach, I say, bitch. <laughs> I mean, bench, right? Bench. Bench. You're missing the end. <laughs> I, As a coach, I say, bitch. <laughs> that was an amazing piece of audio you put in a group. Chase, I mean. I didn't even know until a few minutes ago that she actually said bench. I just thought bench. she got caught up in the moment. Bench. Oh, yeah, me. I agree. I, I thought I thought she just fully went for it and she didn't care. I thought she was I thinking Haley. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who she's talking to. I just know that I, that's, I didn't. I didn't think bench when I when I got no, the video. No, it doesn't sound like no. it. No, there's a there's I, a, there was a female letter. dog. Yeah, was what I thought. There's a letter missing. But yeah, she said that on national television last night. And, <laughs> Just went along with it. Yeah. Just went along with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Do you know who it was? I have no idea who I have it was. No idea. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we got all sorts of good sound. We got uh, Quince Lazinski get telling yeah. telling the story about Patino saying he's going to mm-hmm. chop him up into seven pieces. <laughs> yeah. Danny Hurley telling somebody he's going to knock him out. And very good sound. The yes. bench sound. The bench. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. I, when you sent that, I, I mean, again, I didn't even. I didn't even consider that she might have been saying bench. I just thought she got caught up in the moment and said what it sounded like she yeah, said. Yeah, just got, yo. <laughs> yeah, and said, no. Yeah. Bench! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really is what it sounded like. Bench! Yeah. Yeah, how did you do that? Like, I don't, it didn't, it didn't sound like that at all. Yeah. Let me hear it one more time. Let me hear it one more time. The whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. You know, it's, it's, it was a people who are not. Playing the game need to pay a piece of attention. furniture. You know they, they got to pay attention when they're not in the game. You have to. Yeah, we 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 got it. It's, All right. That's As a coach, no. I say, bench, <laughs> bench, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. I know they're telling you to sit down. Yeah, bench. <laughs> uh, that was the national TV broadcast last night. So uh, there you go. Oh, today uh, was. Oh, I guess maybe this was yesterday. I see. This was the. The anniversary of the UofL South Carolina two overtime game that had the fight and the Craig oh. Hawley half court shot. Right. Um, Kenny Payne made the final dunk in that game. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. He did. He did. Yeah. I was just scrolling through. That's some a, of the that was a nasty scene back then. 
Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a yeah. terrible uh, yeah. fight. That so day. what do you think happens tonight in the basketball? Do they get the win? I mean, this is their, you know, the only game they'll be favored in. <laughs> Bench, please. <laughs> Bench, please. Actually, it sounds like Carolyn Peck. Yeah, it does, actually. Okay. I think that might have been her. You know, I don't know what to expect without knowing Tyler Johnson's uh, status. Great point. But I, I tend to think that Louisville will win this game. Can they win without him? I think they can. I mean, Notre Dame's not really that good. They defend really well. They play very tough. They know the situation that they're in. I just I think that they kind of see us like we're seeing them, like mm-hmm. an opportunity to get a W and to build on something. Because Shrewsbury's not going anywhere. Any pain is. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you see teams going two directions, and the team that's going in the correct direction is, you know, who. But I, I have to think Louisville, they have better players. Uh, yeah, they have better yes, players. Yeah, they, they don't but, have better coaching. But without, you know, I, I, I'm not sure they can win a game without a, a, point, a guard. point guard, either Skylar or Sky Clark. Who there was talk that maybe he might be back by tonight. I don't, I don't Sky know. Clark, with yeah, a broken rib. Didn't wasn't Paul talking about that? Monday? I mean, if if Sky Clark can play today, I mean, number one, what kind of shape is he in? Mm-hmm. How much pain could he endure in terms of like going through screens and different things yeah. like that? I don't know. Uh, I would not expect to see Sky Clark tonight, but. I'm not his doctor. Yeah, I mean, so you look at the rest of the way, the way, again, Ken Palm's a pretty good guy on the point spreads. So their favorite tonight, point and a half. Um, and then you've got Duke next Wednesday at Duke. Uh, no, they're Ooh. projected to be you a want to go down there? 20, no, 21 point underdog. Um, mark that for the mixtape. Uh, text, and uh, let's see, Syracuse is uh, about a five point underdog here at home. Virginia Tech here, so they have three more home games. Uh, projected to be about a seven-point underdog. And then Boston College um, projected to be about a five-point underdog here at home. Oh, we got four of the next five are here. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of home games to finish out the year. Just Cameron Indoor on the road, and then they go to D.C. for the Day of Shame. Yep. <laughs> yep. So Looking that way. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, without Tyler against a team that is going to be hungry for, I mean, an I say a win, another win, because they have won two in a row, uh, beating Virginia Tech uh, and Georgia Tech. That this, I think about Tyler, it could be a tricky spot. It could be a tricky spot. I just, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm going to oh, stick yeah, with yeah. Burton over points oh, yeah. and just see what happens tonight. And, and really the game that I'm most concerned with is this baseball one. Uh, out here first pitch, 3 o'clock, because. Yeah, it's already like sun-drenched, great weather. Out yeah, there. I got 43 degrees on my computer. so and it, you feel, know, and it feels like. 60 probably you know, does yeah, to, you know. it's going up to 68 degrees this afternoon tomorrow's going to be rain so you want to spend some time outside today uh, if you can meteorologist Mark you do you do <laughs> life, just tell life you. coach meteorologist the uh the the what is the atmospheric river that's dumping like all california. that rain in california that's going to be here tomorrow oh so you want to take advantage we'll of an atmospheric nice, river okay yeah, you don't want the atmospheric river uh thursday and expect to be outside you want to be outside today okay baseball Eating hot dogs or tacos. It is National Margarita Day tomorrow. Uh, so I thought, I thought it was National Tequila Day. National Margarita. No, was it? Mar- you told oh, me on. tequila in That's break. It. Hang on, hang on, so hang get on. over to Liquor Barn. You know where Kentuckians go. It's to Margarita celebrate. Day. National Margarita Day is tomorrow. Okay. So you need to get yeah head over to Liquor Barn. <clears throat> get yeah. all your stuff. I'm yeah. partial to Cutwater Margaritas. They're amazing. 
Okay, but you cut water margaritas. They're ready to drink margaritas. I'm a massive fan. The strawberry okay. and mango. You can even do a little mix, a little mix of strawberry, a little mix of mango, a little strawberry mango margarita. Pretty good over ice. Uh, but try those things and uh, get your your margarita supplies over there at Liquor Barn. Okay, and they got they got, they got uh, they got a lot of stuff. There's always something going on over at the. Yeah, they're going to do some uh, Herradura tequila tastings tomorrow. Well, and today uh, you've got at the the Hurstburn location, you've got the uh, Blade and Bow. Uh, oh yeah, tasting. Yeah, uh, Blade and Bows and, and nice. Co- Cooper and King's tasting at uh, Middletown uh, Commons. So there you go. We got we got that tomorrow. Uh, Huradura tastings at Outer Loop and uh, Middletown five to eight. If you want to do some uh, celebratory tequila tastings on National Margarita Day. Margarita Day. Yeah, yeah. So Should have one on the show. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'll bring you a cut water. A cut water. I'll bring you a cut water tomorrow. We'll pop it in the nine o'clock hour. You'll be asleep by then. We're going to do what in the night? <laughs> Pop it. Nip it. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of various you know, words being used. Uh, we're going to nip it in the 9 o'clock hour. Sure. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you do nip like you get a little nip, you Tick, know. Texture says, benches be crazy. <laughs> benches says, be crazy. Twirl for hashtag twirl for pearl. Still workshopping McDermott and Oltzenberger. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Well, you, you do uh, something with Greg and TJ. Yeah, you know, McDer- um, McDermott. I'm loving it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Peg Greg. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the way to entice a candidate. <laughs> Why did I even open that door for you of all people? Well, what, what we're gonna do? do what? What could you do with TJ? No, we are not. True. We are. I don't know what we're doing. Do we're definitely TJ. not doing that. Do TJ. Yeah, yeah. Your turn. Uh, be, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about the baseball game. That would entice you, though. <laughs> baseball is at three today. Louisville Xavier, get us out of here before we get. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.